Hey, my friend, welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. I'm going to be super, super fast. Now, before I sunset this podcast and reveal all of the epicness that I have waiting for you, because I'm not going anywhere. I'm doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down. It's Joshua 2.0 coming at you. Uh, what I'm going to do is give you a gift. This is a gift to the world. Are you ready? It's called Recession Marketing. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you didn't hear that I've been doing trainings for a month inside of a Facebook group. It's free. Just look for Recession Marketing. However, the content's going to be pulled out of that group here very shortly. Now, as a gift to the podcast listeners, I'm going to publish the audio of all these trainings back to back to back to back. It's going to give you hours of juiciness, all kinds of things that will make you literally make you money uh, for real. So I haven't done something like this before. I hope you love it. Just remember this. In the show notes for this episode and all the episodes I'm going to publish, there's a link where you can actually watch the videos of this. Some of the content won't make as much sense because it's a video training and I show examples sometimes and I have doodles and things like that. So if you're confused on one, just click the link in the description. You can watch the video version of it. And also, don't forget to go to Watch Josh Pitch. Dot com. It'll make sense when you listen to some of these trainings where I'm going to break down how I put together a sales pitch for a program that's going to make a million dollars virtually instantly. So it'll all make sense as you after you go through all this content. Uh, listen to it while you can. You're not going to regret it. It's a big deal. Love you. Let's get started. Hey, my friend, welcome back to Recession Marketing. Ashley and I are super excited that you're here. We're going to talk about the Macro Micro Nano Framework. I know it sounds really fancy. This is an insane, cool thing. I learned this from my friend, Rachel Peterson. She's got over a million followers on TikTok. I don't know how many on Instagram and Facebook, hundreds of thousands at least, and she's built a really big business. And this is an insanely cool framework that's gonna help you never wonder again what to post on your social media. When you, when you stare at your phone, you're like, what do I say? And then you just come up with some lame, cheesy quote or something, and then your grandma likes it and your two friends from high school, and you're wondering, why does no one engage with my stuff? This will help you get that straightened out. Uh, it's, it's a little on the complex side, but I'm trusting that you can pause, rewatch and get this because it's such a big deal. So first of all, thank you, Rachel Peterson, for sharing this with me. It helped us and our businesses a ton. I'm super excited to share it with all of you. And I'm going to open up by reading a quote from a guy named Blair Warren. Blair Warren was the author of a book called The One Sentence Persuasion Guide. And you can Google it. I've never read Blair's whole book. But I've memorized this sentence. I use it in every single company we have constantly, all the time. It's one of the core ways that I decide what copy to write, what order to put it, uh, whether it's social media or podcast, the way that you frame things, the way you talk. I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'm just going to start off by reading it. Let me disappear you, Ashley, and pull up the quote. Here's the deal. So people will do anything. I'll just pull this up. People do anything for those who encourage your dreams, justify their failures, allay their fears, confirm their suspicions, and help them throw rocks at their enemies, okay? I want you to memorize that. People do anything for those who encourage your dreams, allay their fears, let me see, encourage your dreams, justify their failures, allay their fears, confirm their suspicions, and help them throw rocks at their enemies. Think about this from a marketing perspective for a second. When you're selling your stuff, and in the last video you learned about the benefit of the benefit, that people don't want the hair, they want the thing the hair gets them, right? And you also need to understand deep inside your perfect customer's head, they're a human. You know, people say, how many clicks did your website get? What they, what they should say is how many humans read your website yesterday, right? A click is a human. It's a, per it's a person. Traffic, online traffic. I need more traffic to my funnel. No, you need humans 
to read the offer and the stuff you have in your, they're humans. Every human has uh, similarities in the sense that they're all one race, the human race. They all live their entire lives based on emotion. Even logical people are entirely emotional. They just rash, they post justify and do all kinds of things to make themselves feel like they're not being emotional. And they're entirely emotional all the time. Even in their logic is an emotional based thing. It's part of their identity, right? So they make themselves feel uh, smarter and elitist by being logical, but that's an emotional response, which is why they act like that. I won't go down that rabbit trail, but all of them have dreams. They all have mistakes they've made. They all have fears. They have things that keep them up at night. And even if something as simple as a journal for kids, the kid war plan, which I'll use that as an example, because it's a recent project that's crushed it, where I used a lot of these principles front to back. The first thing I did and in another video, I'm going to break down every single uh, thing I did on the copy side to make that thing crush. Uh, but it was it was this right here. So let's go back to the macro micro nano framework. What this is, this is a framework you can use to figure out what to post or get get you about 90% there for any day of the entire year in advance. It's pretty simple. First thing you're going to do is set your macros. And all the macro is is a monthly theme. Okay. So I made January big here right? But you, you pick a theme for January that makes sense for your business or industry or niche. And you pick one for February then you pick one for March. You pick one for April, et cetera, et cetera. Right now to give you some examples, give, give me a, a type of a company, Ash, to use as an example. What do you think? Hmm. Maybe maid service, maid service. Okay. So maid service, they do lots of things, right? So you might have one of your topics could be self-care. Another topic could be Ooh, February um, has to be love month or something. It could be, it could be kitchen. Be... Oh, okay. Right? You I could have family. It could be a macro theme. You could have family. And in fact, let, let's let's use family right here as the first one in January, just, just to keep the example going. So family would be your macro. And for your business, you figure out 12 topics that are like a thing uh, that makes sense to your customer or to what you do, right? Family. So in inside of the month of every month, there's going to be four weeks. Yes. Some weeks have five weeks. Don't miss the point here, but week one, week two, week three, week four. So the next thing you're going to do is set four micros. So we talked about macros, got that. Now we're going to talk about micros. So think of it like this inside the category of family. What are four subtopics that we could talk about that are nested underneath the macro of family? So inside a family, you have what you have marriage, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll put an M here for marriage. Then you have parenting P, right? Then you have in-laws, IL, and then inside a family, you might have, maybe we throw friends in there too, even though it's not directly family. And so what we've done is we have marriage and parenting and in-laws and friends. So week one is about marriage. Week two is about parenting. Week three is about in-laws. Week four is about friends. How am I doing? Is that making sense? You're doing Ash? great. You're doing great. I don't know how you're going to make this to maid service, but I am here for it. Well, it, because because maid service is just selling a thing that gives a benefit of the benefit, meaning they don't want to clean house. What they want is not to have a fight with their spouse. Ooh, they what want they, more what they want their is their kids to not play in a dirty house. What they want is to not have shame and guilt, right? What they want is revenge on their parents who had a filthy house. I mean, it gets dark, okay? Humans are dark, right? <laughs> but but these topics are applicable to anything. It, the, the, the hardest part is sitting down for 20 minutes where it's quiet and just testing some concepts with this stuff. But I don't want you to get lost in the weeds before we make the, the main point because this is big. This is really big, okay? This is worth millions of dollars to us personally. Uh, it's huge. 
So thank you, Blair Warren, by the way. And thank you, Rachel, for the framework of the content. But the this sentence by Blair Warren is absolute game changer. So Monday, it says dreams. So this, this is what it means. Now, when I have this built for three months in advance, okay, and I know that uh, January is the family theme and week two is parenting, and I know that day one is dreams, meaning encouraging dreams, it's really simple. I know it's a post, right? I don't even, I didn't even prepare for what I'm saying right now, right? Because this is so embedded in my head because I live it. Uh, but in this example right here, we're going to encourage a parent's dreams regarding their children, right? So what is a dream a parent has? Well, they want their kids to be successful, right? Yeah. Right? So you could, yeah. you could post a picture of a happy kid smiling with the mom picking them up or something. And then you have a super simple thing that encourages the parent's dreams, right? right? Your kid's future starts with a clean floor or something. Your kid's success um, it begins at home. It doesn't even have to directly talk about maid service. Begins at home. Let us make it, you know, spotless for you or something. Ooh, ooh. and like even as a, I'm thinking as a mother who dreams about her children, I, I want to play board games and do all these beautiful things like come home to a clean home. And that is part of my dream is to have... Um, a clean home for my kids to really thrive in. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's an emotional thing. You get me. You get me. It's in the emotional. Guts. Now, the other companies, by the way, that don't know any of this more advanced asymmetrical marketing nuance, think outside the box, absolutely epic money making goodness that we're talking about right now, which nobody does except for you. Um, what they're doing is they're going on saying, you know, two room special, ninety nine dollars. Sign up now, right? That's not bad. In fact, most people don't even do that. <laughs> so if you're doing that, that's something. This is another le level of getting into people's heads, of decommoditizing your service. It becomes less about price. I mean, this is a big deal. So Monday is encourage their dreams. Tuesday is justify their failures, right? This is easy to do, especially when we're talking about parenting. Uh oh, are you going to make me cry here? <laughs> Justifying failures is just saying, you know, mom, comma, it's not your fault, period. How are you supposed to work a full-time job, raise kids, keep your husband happy and pay the bills and blah, 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 blah. You know, you're just one person. Give yourself a break, right? The whole idea of justifying failures is finding things that you can tell your customer that it is not their fault. It's not your fault. You didn't know society hid it from you. It's not your fault. You're overwhelmed. It's impossible. You're not, you're just a person, right? You're already superwoman, right? It's, it's any kind of failure, right? It's not your fault that you're broke, right? The government betrayed you. And when you start looking at ads and marketing, you're going to see it totally different now because this is what's actually happening. And the people making the money understand these psychological triggers. I have another video where I'm going to go deeper into psychological triggers. And it's really going to break your brain. Okay, so get your popcorn for that one. This is simply the framework for your business to post on social media. It simplifies everything. All you got to do is look at the matrix and say family, parenting, justify failures today. Cool. What's a failure a parent has? They don't spend enough time with their kids. Boom. Mom, uh, you only have, you know, the average mom only has 217 weekends left with their daughter. Let us give you one of them back right? And I'm justifying the failure that they feel about not being a, around their kids enough and attaching my service to it. Ooh, this is like this dark is like, magic. I was going to say, this is like superpowers that you're unleashing for people. <laughs> and then, okay, allay their fears, same type of thing. You know, you can use in cleaning example, I'd be trying to think of like, 
you know, coronavirus, uh, diseases, bacteria, bugs, infestations, embarrassment, right? Embarrassment of their friend coming over and stepping on a sticky pot in the spot on the floor or what all the things that can happen, right? And if we can eliminate, I mean, a maid service essentially sells an insurance policy to not be humiliated. You could make that argument, right? Especially for the right person. This is savage stuff right here. Savage. <laughs> and then you have confirm their suspicions. Confirming their suspicions. There's this ad from the 1920s. is actually selling a, a varnish. When, I don't ever hear people use the word varnish. I don't know if stain is the same as varnish. I don't know. But it's like paint for your house, right? And there's this famous ad that did millions of dollars in a newspaper back then, 100 years ago. And the title of the ad was uh, Jones Must Be Broke. That's what it said. Okay, now they talked a little bit different 100 years ago, but what they were saying is a picture of a husband and wife standing in their front yard looking across the street at their neighbor's house saying, oh, it said, poor Jones, he must be broke. I think that's what it said. Poor Jones, he must be broke. The whole ad, they're trying to sell paint, but what they're really selling was an escape from humiliation and shame. And shame is a very powerful driver. So I don't care if you have a maid service or not. I don't care if it's 1920 or it's 2022 or it's three or four. It doesn't matter because humans are fundamentally the same. The modalities change. The channels change. The core principles do not change. That's why this is so powerful. I want you to imagine right now with me that all this was in place for your business, that this understanding was complete. It was installed in your business and you had a machine churning out these emotional engaging posts every day and you got better at it and better at it, that it was automated. What would it feel like to have that done, mm -hmm. right? We're not just gonna talk about it, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. Are you guys getting this? It's insane, it's super insane. Okay, then we have confirmed suspicions which could be your neighbors are judging you, right? That's why I said the 1920s ad thing. And then throw rocks, throw rocks at their enemies. The, the main thing about this is identifying who are the enemies of your customer. Who's the enemies of your customer? It could be in-laws, potentially. That's kind of low-hanging fruit that's a little bit overused, it but could it could be. dirt. Be. Could it be dirt and bugs? It could I mean, be, those are, it, those are my... Definitely. <laughs> it could be, right? Those little suckers. Um, for the Kid War Plan, you know, we created an acronym called SMOG. So we literally labeled and then proprietized the way we uh, described the enemy. We called it SMOG. We're fighting against SMOG, which is schools, the media, uh, other people's opinions, and big government. Now, I'll be the first to admit, this is there's like a political bend to this book, and we're trying to appeal to a certain demographic. Uh, but you also need to understand, because I, I don't care if you're a liberal, conservative, or whatever, I, I love you, and you're my friend, and I'm trying to teach you marketing so you make more money and you're not broke. A lot of people are broke. I don't want you to be one of them. This is how you do it. And so when we're throwing rocks, it's at this big government indoctrination camp called school that's not preparing kids the way it should, right? So to the right person, uh, that hits, right? I'm throwing rocks at their enemy. They're already frustrated with the school systems. They're already frustrated with the, the way that indoctrination is happening and the way that school boards are doing certain things, right? The media, I mean, good grief. Who, who, who on either side trusts the media, right? So, so the media, then you have other people's opinions. That's a very murky one because everyone thinks other people's opinions are terrible. So when you encourage, like remind them, yeah, they're terrible, like stick to your guns, right? The psychology behind this helps set the table for you to sell your stuff in a different way, it becomes less transactional, it's more emotional, you can be more profitable, you, then you can deliver better services to people, and it's like this infinity loop of epicness that will change your life. Well, and if you do all of these things, um, it makes the customer love you even more because they feel like you're talking to them, you're their person, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, 
they're feeling like, oh my goodness, I just love this human so much. I'm going to tell everybody. And then it also creates more sales because once you, once your customer loves you, they cannot shut up about you. Yeah. And you don't have to tell them like directly exactly what you do every single time. You just have to let them know that they're understood by you. When people feel understood, it just changes the whole dynamic. If Josh Fierstein's viral cookbook, another one of his points in there, and maybe if you guys are really nice and you love this content, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll let you have access to that because that is a course that has never been released. One of the things he talks about in the viral cookbook though is, is when you can articulate someone else's problem better than they can, that's why people share stuff. So posts that go viral on the internet, oftentimes because somebody says something in a way they never could themselves. They articulated it so clear, so powerfully, right? It's either something they couldn't say themselves or something they were scared to actually say out loud. Oh. Boom, it gets shared and it goes, right? And start, start looking at it through those lenses. Uh, anyway, that's macro, micro, nano. Pick your 12 macro categories with your four subcategories per month across the year. And then use Blair Warren's uh, one sentence persuasion guide to know what to say each of the days that you want to post five days a week, seven days a week, doesn't matter. Encourage people's dreams, justify their failures, allay their fears, confirm their suspicions and help them throw rocks at their enemies. And you will do things other people can't even. <laughs> and don't forget to go watch. Um, you go to watchjoshpitch.com. Oh, yes. Where he's basically presenting all of uh, the most epic greatest of all time ever <laughs> offers offers you yes. will ever see and then you can also win a ten thousand dollar package to come to war plan studios which will be awesome in texas to come see us um so don't forget to go to watch josh's pitch.com yeah and i just want to spend two extra seconds on that so why are we doing this well number one this free training i have an ulterior motive it doesn't mean it's a bad motive it means there's an extra reason right my philosophy is if I serve my face off and give you more value than you've gotten in other paid things, that you'll give me five minutes of your time to watch what my offer is. And if you go to watchjoshpitch.com, I do do a pitch, but it's also a lesson. I told my wife when we were driving around on date night, I said, what if I make the offer in a way that teaches people how to make a better offer? Like the actual, what are the ingredients of a really good offer where you have risk reversal and all kinds, there's like 26 different ingredients that go into it. I've never shared this stuff before, uh, but I've been using it for close to 10 years to make a lot of money. And I'm gonna share it with you. Whether you buy the offer or not, because it is a real offer, uh, it doesn't matter. You're going to get the value from it, which which activates the law of reciprocity. So if I give you something valuable, it can't hurt me in the long run. It's impossible whether you buy or not. And I did say it wrong, so I want to make sure I say it very clear. Watch joshpitch.com. Watch joshpitch.com. Watch joshpitch.com. Okay, see you in the next video.